Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends to the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky. With me, as always, are my good friends, Eddie Guevara, Chuck Caputo, and Sherry Caputo. What's up, everyone? What's happening? How are you? All right. Good, good. Very good. Coming off of a a long but fun weekend at Monster Bash, I had the... uh, the extreme pleasure of meeting up with Chuck and Sherry Caputo. So I had a wonderful time there, guys. Well, we did too. Uh, yeah, Bash was just great. And we're going to get into uh, a little bit about some stuff at Bash, some of the movies and uh, some of the movies that we talk about that uh, we've seen at Bash. We're going to make them our, our movies of the week. So if anybody out there is looking for something oh, uh, new or pretty cool to watch, we got some, uh, some plenty of movies for you. But before we get into that, just some real quick. Uh, quick house cleaning then i'm gonna turn it over to chuck sherry and eddie and see what's new with them but guys everyone mymoviemonsters.com scary monsters number 128 is now shipping it should be at your uh, local bookstores barnes and nobles and whatever other ones are out there that that sell books i don't even know if there's like a walden's or uh, who knows you know what's in your area but guys if you got a bookstore check it out you should have scary monsters on the bookshelf number 128 the all Hail the Horror Host Issue should be out. Great cover by Scott Jackson. And uh, yours truly has a little article in there as well. Also, Castle of Frankenstein number 36 is coming this fall sometime. Um, They are having pre-orders for it. It's picking up from the original run. The people at Scary HQ, they do have the uh, the legal copyright uh paperwork for this they they fought for it for years to get it they finally got it and they are putting out castle of frankenstein now under the scary monsters line so definitely check that out uh let's see what else do we have here oh yeah guys don't forget about this if you go over to the forum under the mastery mystery robot model contest time's ticking down you got to october 31st 20 22 that's this that's this year that's coming up in just a few coming up. Weeks, that's right man. The corner, man. Yes. yeah yeah real quick guys so you have to you know get your model done get us some photos so the rules are simple just head over to uh 1878press.com and that's 1878press.com go to the product page you'll see um uh, houdini mastery mystery robot model plans purchase the plans Wait anxiously in the mail for them. Get them, cut them out, glue them, tape them, put them together. Send us a photo or video with you and your uh, your newly made mastery mystery robot model. And uh, we're going to do a you know a little panel. We're going to check out what we got, and we're going to announce the winner. And what does our winner get? None other than Eddie Guevara. I mean, no, not Eddie Guevara. Hold on, wait. He's going to. We are going to get a seven-foot Frankenstein monster poster, a value of over a hundred and forty dollars. Nice. So you definitely want to check that out. And if you go on to the uh, House of the Unusual form, you can find all the links there and a photo of the poster as well. So make sure you guys get that in. And what else do we have uh, here? I think that's it for our, our house cleaning. Um, yeah, that's all we got for right now. So I'm going to turn it over to uh, Eddie Guevara. Eddie, what do you got for us? What's new? Well, uh, I was sad that I wasn't able to go and uh, meet up with you guys in Monster Bash. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, thing that I found interesting, Joe, is when you posted those pictures of that movie theater, I got to tell you, I'm definitely going to the next Monster Bash. All right. Yay. Good. To do that. To do that and watch the giant, you know, movies like Dracula on that big screen, uh, that must have been pretty exciting. Um, or were you looking at the ones from the? Um, the I think the the ones for Dracula on the big screen, the the actual theater that was from um, that was from August. Did you see the new ones for the hotel one? Okay, no, I didn't see the new ones. I I thought I was just so the one in August. That movie theater is that by Monster Bash or is it somewhere else? No, that's that one's actually in about like middle of Ohio, and they just do a um, it's just a film festival. They just they play oh. movies out there. This one's separate from that. It's ran by the same people, but it's separate. If you go on the um, 
the form site, I posted a bunch of pictures of what the, the inside of the hotel does, you know, how they kind of fix it up. And, and uh, I think there's some of the movie room as well, but it's, yeah. it's absolutely beautiful the way they do it. I think, you know, now come to think of it, I, I don't know if I saw the movie, but I was watching some of the pictures, but I got to tell you one thing, the difference between basically, and I hate to say this chiller and the monster bash is that the monster bash seems for some reason, very well organized, you know, Everything looks super clean, stuff mm-hmm. like that. When you go to Chiller Theater, um, it kind of looks like a flea market that had a rough day mm-hmm. with people. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you, you know, people got things on their table and the floor in front and the back. And, and you're trying to walk down the hallways and it's like a thousand people in front of you. Um, well, I know Ron and his crew, they've been uh, doing the bash since 97. And they have a crew of, oh, man, I, I don't, 30, 40, 50 people there. You'll see them all in uh, orange shirts. And there's just a ton of them. And they're everywhere making sure that that place runs like a well-oiled machine. And yeah, it, you know, it does run fantastic. There's, you know, they have, I think, at the front desk, you know, where people sign in, there's, or get their badges or pay for it. There's, like, five people there. So you're never waiting in a line. It's constantly moving. And um, it, it's just a great time. Now, this October one was a lot smaller than the June one. Uh, the June is their, you know, of course their main one and is a lot larger, a lot more guests and vendors there. So they have a lot more uh, helpers as well. And that one even runs smooth. So yeah, they, they do a great job of it. I, I've been to some conventions before comic conventions and all that. And you're right, Eddie, it's like you're walking in through a flea market where, I don't know, a strong wind came through and just blew stuff <laughs> over. And, you know, it's it's not well organized. Things are running late, you know, and it's, well, yeah, yeah, it can yeah, get bad. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, I got to tell you, the, um, I think the most organized one in, in Chiller is probably, or he tries to be the most organized, is the one guy that is my buddy there. And I got to tell you, though, he has like a lot of really rare stuff and, and that's a good thing, but it gets to where the booth, they're putting things behind the booth in the middle center aisle. Um, like there's so many, I don't know if it's because of the amount of people that go to Chiller. Uh, and then again, Chiller, I think it's been around since like 1984, 85, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just that the people getting tired. And, and then I also Chiller has moved around four times. Oh, wow. Every, every time that it's in like in a really nice hotel. And we'll get used to it. They put it in another. Now, the one they have it on now is not as great as the one they had it on like five years ago. Do they um, do that to make it? Is it a bigger, like a larger hotel? Or what's no, the reason that they move it around? I think the reason they move it around is not because it's a larger hotel. I think what it is is they move it around. I don't know. They've had reasons that the hotels hasn't renewed it. But then again, I can tell you, though, Um when I looked at the movie you guys were sending or Chuck, it looks like, you know, there's a certain amount of people that go there, you know what I'm saying? But in Chiller, it's a madhouse. It's kind of, and that's the reason I stopped going to Comic-Con. Uh, the yeah. only time I ever attended Comic-Con was when the book uh, signing for uh, Mail Order Mystery where Kirk Damaris was being done. And I remember that I, I, me and Kirk would say, hey, let's go see something. And then every time we left the booth to go see something, it was like trying to go in New York City in the rush hour. If you go the wrong way, they run you down. Yeah, you know, June Monster Bash, it gets packed on usually Saturdays and Sundays. But it's not as bad as some of these photos I've seen from, like, Comic-Con, where it's, you know, you're shoulder to shoulder, chest yeah. to back, and it's like... And I'm like, how could you even enjoy something like that? You, you can't... It, it'll take you an hour to go from one table to another. It's, it's just, Yeah, exactly. And when I went to... Ch- comic-con that's what i found in the jacob javits in new york you're walking up and down the aisles and you're trying to hope that they let you go next to a table (laughs) so you're going like in a line like in a train can i get off in this one you know and it was such a thing that i never went back again and i have a friend in my job that goes for the three days and i'm like he pays six seven hundred dollars and i'm like that's crazy because comic-con is getting pretty expensive Hey, Eddie, real quick, while you're talking, I'm going to step away from my computer because I got a little monster in my throat that needs some water. So I got to (laughs) run real quick. So if you guys don't hear me for a second, I'm I'm running to go give him a drink. I'll be right back. It it sounds good. But one of the things I was saying, uh, 
especially you, Chuck and Sherry, is that mm -hmm. I believe overall, and I saw that, and it's very, very well done. I mean, I'm That's shocked true. at the arrangements that the people have, the vendors, and where it looks so neat, where it looks like you can just go up there and it looks like it's a store right. in, in a very nice, prestigious neighborhood type of thing, you know? Uh-huh. Um, if you look at some of the, in fact, you can look at it by looking at the movie I have there of Chiller with the background noise. Right. And you will see that everything <laughs> is like, it's a table that they put as much thing as they can fit on top of the table. Uh, sometimes it's not organized. Sometimes they'll have coffee cups and water cups, everything on top of the table next to where they're doing. Even if you see the people that are signing autographs, their tables look a mess. Um, Sarah Karloff is pretty well. I like the way she does her table. She's kind of really neat on it, but it's like a few things. Everybody else is kind of like right. all over the place, you know? Right. And I think it's the shoulder to shoulder crowd. And that's why we go Friday because Saturday is, it's not really cool. But mm -hmm. anyway, maybe it is too, that I've been going for almost 16, 17 years already, huh. twice a year. And we only missed during COVID. You know what I'm saying? Right. Wow. So it might be where I'm just tired of seeing the same thing over and over, you know? Over and over. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like just, um, you know, skip it for a couple of years. But then, <laughs> I, you know, I could even tell you some of the vendors that go there, and I know about two or three just gave up and stopped going after mm -hmm. like 20 years. Wow. You know what, Eddie? I've seen the same thing at – um at monster bash over the years. And I've been going since 2012 that there was usually first few years. There's a core group of vendors that would always be there. And I haven't seen them in a while. I don't know if they stopped doing it or if they just, they weren't making the money at well, monster bash. You know, I, I, I don't know. Well, I, I think it's not just not making the money. I think that one of the reasons they do this is uh, like, say for example, the one vendor, uh, I met this vendor way in a mall by my house over 40 years ago. And he's he's got to be the best airbrush person I've ever seen. Like when he airbrushes, this guy's like top notch. And he started doing chiller for years. And like after 20 years, I see him in the mall. I go, how come you weren't there last night? He goes, you know what, Eddie? It's the same thing. You go set up. And he goes, I know you make your money back, whatever. But you don't make sufficient or whatever to... He just says, I'm just tired of chiller. I'm not doing it no more. And shame. I said, really? Because he goes, you know how long it takes to set up the table? Uh, and you know, not for nothing. Another thing I noticed about chiller that I didn't see in the Monster Bash, and I was kind of like surprised. Like, I really want to go to Monster Bash. And I told Jim, we're going to have to go now and whatever. And, and the June one might be the one for me to go to. But um, one thing I'm going to tell you, too, is that the people at chiller, when you go there on Friday, I mean, you try to talk to anybody there, and including the owner, and it's like they, they're about to give up their ghost. <laughs> Nine o'clock at night. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. It's like, it's such a tiring thing. I mean, I go but there. I, I don't know how Ron Adams does it for Monster Bash, because he goes from morning until late at night, and I, I've talked to him a few times, and I've heard him talking to other people that he gets, you know, during Monster Bash, he gets about two hours a night of wow. sleep. Oh, and that starts Thursday night because he's there late Thursday night wrapping it up. So two hours Thursday night, you know, about two hours Friday night. Like, and when you see him, you you would never tell. You know, he, he he's, well, you know, full of energy. And, like, I'm, like, dragging my rear end behind me because I slept <laughs> You know, four or five hours. Yeah, but you Come gotta on, how these it. people do this? <laughs> you gotta look at it this way, Joe. Ron, if you notice back in the day when I'm interviewing him, he had hair. Yeah, well, right yeah, now. that's true. <laughs> right now he doesn't. <laughs> that, that's great. So Chuck and Sherry, you guys, um, um, I talked to you guys at Monster Bash, and man, that was fantastic meeting up oh, with you guys. And we yeah. we watched some good movies, took some good photos. I I got to see some. The first time ever, close up magic, and I had my eye on Chuck, man, and I, I just, I, I couldn't get to it. He was too good, and Sherry is laughing at me and videotaping it, and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to get it. We we had a uh, good lunch at uh, Burgatory. I love that. That's like my new favorite uh, place now. Oh, and, good. Uh, we had we had a great time out there, and um, 
I know you guys have been busy with with shows and all that, but tell us about some of your shows and uh, what was your guys' experience at, at Monster Bash, your first uh, time there? Man, what can I say? Monster Bash. It was great. I mean, it was fantastic. I didn't really know what to expect because, mm-hmm. you know what, I've never been to anything like that. You know, uh, I mean, I've, I've been to magic conventions, yeah. you know, so I, I didn't really know what to expect. But like you said, the people were very nice, very, very friendly. Nice, yes. We thought the hotel was great. Uh, it was clean. It was just it was a really cool place. And and you know what? It was great to meet you, Joe, and your wife. I mean, you're very very nice people, and yeah. we and we got a kick out of it. Yeah, she's lovely, Joe. You guys oh, make such you. a nice couple. Yeah, Tony and uh, uh-huh. and, yeah, she uh, puts up with me pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It was it was great. Uh, you know what? A couple of the highlights for me, anyway, was sitting in the theater room. I mean, watching Scooby Doo on uh, <laughs> Scooby Doo, where are you on the big screen? Eating your cereal, <laughs> eating, our, eating our cereal that they gave us. That was, that was so cool. That was so cool, and there was vintage commercials. Mikey, yeah, Mikey eating oh, the cereal. So neat to see that. I mean, and then we seen some really cool movies. Uh, we saw the Cat and the Canary, which I've never seen before. With that was really good. Bob Hope, and uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, and as you know, we did a little video, and honestly, that was just like a snippet. It really doesn't do the Monster Bash justice as there's plenty of other rooms and different displays that we could have ventured over, but we made it short and sweet. Yeah. So, you know, but it it was fantastic. And I did have a chance to do some magic for Joe. And that's the stuff that I use in my regular close-up magic Mm -hmm. walking from table to table. So it's exactly what I've been using uh, for over 35 years. And um, I tell you what, that was probably one of my highlights of Bash, sitting there with you guys watching that close-up magic. And then when we went to uh, Burgatory, when you got to do the close-up magic to my wife, because she's never seen that either, and just watching her face, and she's like, what the heck? Yeah, she was amazed also. Yeah. You guys were good audiences. Very, you really, really Yeah, were. very good audiences. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, was uh, awesome, though. There's a deck of cards, which I'll tell the listening audience. It's called the Haunted Pack. Mm-hmm. And, and I know uh, Michael Mesmer. Mesmer yeah. He also performs a haunted packs, but this is a uh, this is a deck of cards that I can show, and I have a card selected. Uh, I uh, place it back into the pack and lay it face down on the table, and I don't go anywhere near it. And as Joe can tell you, it starts to slowly vibrate a little bit, and it actually cuts itself very slowly. It'll stop. It'll continue cutting. It'll actually come back. It'll make a complete cut. It's a very visual effect. And there's one card protruding from the deck. And that is the selected playing card. Yeah, uh, that was kind of freaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that the best part was when I uploaded the video and I was watching it, was the one where Joe popped up behind you guys. Ah, I love that part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, awesome. and, and a little behind the scenes uh, information on that is how many times did we shoot that video, Sherry? Three. <laughs> she kept pushing really? the wrong, she kept pushing the I don't wrong know button. What it was with me? I just kept hitting the wrong button. I well, I, I was I was trying to buy some some books, and then I, I jumped up behind them. And then I hear, "Hey, we we got to do it again. Something happened." <laughs> so I'm like, like jump behind them again. <laughs> it was uh, fun though. <laughs> so no wonder they're yeah, suffering from uh, stress now. But uh, yeah, I, I tell you what, though, guys, it's. You know, you guys definitely have to, both of you, all three of you have to make it to the June because the June's about double the size of uh, what the October mm-hmm. one was. So there's a whole other side. You know, you have the uh, um, movie room in the center and then off to the right, you have the dealer room. Well, in June, off to the left is you have people uh, selling and autographing books. You have a lot more um, oh, cool. uh, guests and all that signing autographs. And it's yeah, it's it's a lot bigger, a lot more vendors. Their October one, it, it's it's really nice. I think he he does it as uh, kind of like a a startup for Halloween. Uh, I think this is his fourth year doing the October one, and it's great. But the June is the uh, the June is the one. And actually, Eddie, it's probably better. You know, if you're going to make that long trip, is to come to the June one because there's yeah, there's so much that. more to do and see there. Yeah, uh, Joe. One question I wanted to ask you, uh, which is kind of interesting, that the June would be bigger than the October. But uh, overall, yeah, that is kind of yeah strange. <laughs> yeah, th- does he put the vendors together with the guest, or are there separate rooms for that? No. So now with this new hotel, they're they're separate. There are some guests that will um that are selling books or uh, pictures and all that in the the dealer room, but most of the guests are in a separate room. Uh, by themselves and there's usually about 20 of them or so 
so it's it's kind of nice because it doesn't get too congested you know you start getting people you start getting some of these bigger guests there and you might get a line of you know 10 15 20 people so it's it's nice that it's separated because you don't get that you know congestion so you know one one of the really well one of the things they do joe um is when they have a guest like that like chiller usually gets some high-end guests you know when they had the Walking Dead guy there, right? They had him in a private room because he was there. And the line for that guy went around the corner, behind the back. And you have like a thousand people. So you're trying to pass through a hallway that's no more than three feet wide. And you got to go sideways to cross the line each time. It was, to be honest, it's just overcrowded, I think, that makes the uh, kind of like not fun sometimes. Um, yeah. but, um, and, you know, that's what I think, because this is the third hotel and i think the last 10 years and they keep getting larger and larger and I, I think the reason that ron went with this hotel is because the um not only are is the the main room like when you first walk in for creepy classics is bigger but the the movie viewing room is a lot larger in the previous hotel it was small and there was constantly standing room only you know especially for the speakers and all that when you would have a panel Mm-hmm. It was just, it was so packed. It would get hot and congested in there where this one it's, it's nice and large. It doesn't get congested and it's, it's perfect for, yeah. it's yeah. perfect for it. One thing I did want to mention though, uh, Sherry and I got up at five in the morning, I believe. Yeah. And, and we drank her coffee and we jumped in the shower. And so we got there, Joe, at the hotel, as you know, probably at 7 15 7 30 a.m and yeah. so sure he texted you joe we're down in the lobby <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even open to wait yeah to yeah home. you know what we don't mess around and yeah. i think you had your alarm set you said for 8 30 so you're wondering who's who's texting yeah me? i'm like who the heck is texting this early i look it's i'm like man i still had another hour to sleep <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah you we know and to... i was up till i think about 3 30 the night before right. you know i always stay for the any of the late shows and then yeah. yeah, for Saturday, got another long day because I stay for the the late show as well. So yeah, I'm like, man, yeah. you guys are some early early birds, man. Uh, <laughs> we are. We didn't want to miss cartoons at eight o'clock. Yeah, we wanted to come for the cartoons. And the other thing that we had a chance, uh, we did have a chance to meet the uh, the cast, or, or actually a few of the cast members from the oh, land, the land of the lost. That was your favorite, and and that was one of my favorite shows growing yeah. up. I actually watched that on a Saturday morning every Saturday. That was a Sid and Marty. Croft production, you know, back in the, the, the early to mid 70s. Uh, so the son was on there, uh, uh, was there Will, I believe he went by, was 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 his character. He seemed like a very, very nice man. And uh, and the Holly, so it was just, yeah. yeah, it was just really, really cool to see them. So I thank them for making our childhood memories so nice, you know. You, you know, Joe, uh, I'm going to tell you guys something. Holly, if you would have seen her maybe 10 years ago, I think she suffered from some type of anorexia thing. Yeah. yeah. And she was so skinny. I saw her walking one time. I go, oh, my God, it's like a walking skeleton. Yeah. yeah. It was That's sad. But yeah. I know that that Will guy, what, what I found amazing is he looks pretty good. He looks like Greg Brady a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> very, very, very talkative. You know, he's very, very, very nice man. Very but nice. You, just think I, I, if, if we were, I was, I'm sorry, Joe, I was just going to say if we were kids, he must be like 70 something. <laughs> yeah. He looks good. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what was cool is that uh, what was that? That was Saturday. E- was that Saturday evening? We got to watch a episode of Land of the Lost, and in the audience with us watching right along was Wesley Urie and uh, Kathy Coleman. So that was yeah. really we got to actually watch the show with a few of the cast members. That, that, was, that was so cool, and they had a life size slee stack uh, out there. <laughs> which was pretty cool. Uh, the one thing I did purchase, uh, the one thing that caught my eye, it was a big thick book on the twilight zone it was like a uh, compendium and it had every episode in there uh, the budget uh the you know the cast members of course the the flaws you know certain things that didn't go right i mean very very interesting so that caught my eye kind of came hold around I, I i came back later and i did buy it and yeah, uh, there was one left at that point yeah i think he had a couple then he had two before. to begin with mm-hmm. but i did buy one of them and it was really it's really cool um you know what i'm actually wrapping this thing up for uh, christmas so i'll just open it up for one of my christmas presents. <laughs> there you go present to yourself yeah yeah there you go i tell you what that uh that martin grams jr that that did that twilight zone book he does a lot of pop culture books he's done it on um Green Hornet, The Shadow, oh, okay. a lot of uh, old-time radio shows and TV shows. Huh. I, I've got a ton of his books. They're all fantastic. And nice. there is so much information, stuff that you would never even 
think about when you're, you know, reading about a television show, you know, like you said, Chuck, like about the budget, um, different, you know, hiccups that happen during the the production. I mean, really in-depth stuff. His books are all fantastic. Um, I I would advise, you know, anyone out there that's never heard of him or read any of his books, go on to uh, Amazon or search his name, uh, Martin Grahams Jr., and he has a whole slew of books out there that um, he's either wrote himself or he's co-wrote with other people. Uh, I picked up last year a Lone Ranger one from him, and it's it's like I don't know eight hundred some pages. It took them uh, ten years to do. Wow! And it's all the lost episodes from uh, the '30s from the the radio show, and you know he has tons of information on it. And then at the end, there's like I don't know three hundred and four hundred and some episodes with the synopsis on each one there if they had a copyright number the copyright number the budget uh all the main players in it it's just it's fantastic i mean it's a good all his books are a good read with just more information than you would ever know what to do with oh really yeah hey jay tell us about that wedding we we left before that happened oh yeah so saturday um saturday night there was a wedding one of the uh the Monster Bash vendors, who she's probably, I think, been there from the start. Uh, Terry, I, I can't remember her last name. I'm going to look it up here real quick. But she does a lot of her own. Um, um, she makes, like, shirts and purses and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So uh, let's see. Where is her name? So Terry Mount. So it was a wedding between Terry Mount and uh, Tom Alsup. So this wedding, it was it was really, I tell you what, it was. this was another one of the highlights of Monster Bash. So they had a nice, and if you guys want to see pictures out there, there's pictures on the forum uh, on their House of the Unusual. But they on the stage, they had this nice little setup, and then um, her husband came out, and he was dressed as like a knight, and then she came out in all in like an all black bride mm-hmm. outfit, and it, it was great. She uh, Drac from the um, the horror hostess from Drac and Carita, he walked her out because you know she's she and he's an older man so she i don't think she has much family so he walked her out and what was really cool and you know it, it got me a little choked up a little bit but every, every, everybody there which was really cool everybody there gave her away to the uh to the groom oh, so that's the, nice. so the the guy that was doing uh mark statler who's a uh, a reverend in ohio he asked Jack. he goes do you give her away and jack goes well that's up to the whole you know audience is everybody going to give her away then everyone had to reply yes so that was that was really cool to like get everybody and you know because it's all like a family there so you know that was really cool and um the wedding was fantastic and then after you know they had cake and everything but it was definitely a highlight there was uh i I don't know if there was a dry eye in the the audience there That's that's sweet so yeah it was something different and it was you know they brought us like all in. We were, you know, all like their, their family and all that. So it was, uh, it was really cool. Yeah. I'm glad, glad they did that there and that we were all a part of it. What was the name of the movie? I keep forgetting from the, from the Bowery boys that we saw. Oh yeah. I just, uh, I can't remember what that was called. It was good. That was on uh, Saturday. Let's see. So was that in the evening or was that in the morning? I think, I I think it was in the, it was in the morning. Sherry. Wasn't it ghost on the loose Chuck? Yeah, that might, that might, that be, might it. be it. That it might was be. a haunted. Yeah, it was. It cute. had Bella Lugosi. Yeah. No, there was. Um, was it Masterminds? That was it, Masterminds. Yeah, Masterminds. Would I? It had Glenn Strange, the Bowery Boys, Leo yeah. Gorky. I tell you, that was really good. That was really excellent, fantastic. It had the Glenn Strange as the Frankenstein from Abbott and Costello. They were doing the uh, the brain swap. Is that the one you're talking about, Chuck? Yeah, yeah. the brain swap. Yep. yep. Yeah. Hey. Um, Talking about doing things, let me just mention something to you guys really quick. I had kind of a brain swap myself this weekend. I was trying to record a video, which I wish was not getting any views, to be honest with you. I did a review. As I'm doing the review, I'm there reviewing. I figure I'm going to do an hour, an hour and 10 minutes, and then I'm going to cut it up into four you know, spots. And lo and behold, I'm recording there. And after I finished recording halfway through the box I was opening, I realized that the last half hour after that, I recorded nothing because the phone ran out of memory and I'm there yapping away <laughs> thinking I'm being recorded, okay? Oh, and man. to add insult to injury, I did it in front of a green screen. Now, I haven't practiced with green screens on LumaFusion. So here's what I got as an end result. One, 
It's a horrible green screen because I forgot to bring my lighting. <laughs> Second, it looks like the stuff around me is fading. And I pasted in back of me the famous post office in Florida where the Melton House, uh, Melton Company sent me my ghost. But the funny thing about the whole thing is that it looks like I'm missing bottom teeth when I talk because oh. I had to. I don't know what I did to the video. It's horrible. But oh, it does wow. have a good review of the products. And I had to put it up because I promise people every Monday. And I also promised them to be a much better video this week. Uh, <laughs> that was a horror in my side. Hey, I, you know what? I checked that out. It looked pretty good. Is that the one we have with the, with the building on the back? It looked pretty good. Well, I'm glad you feel that way, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, the one thing I did want to mention coming up, I think next week, uh, we did a brief uh, Halloween video for Chuck's Corner. So uh, so make sure you folks uh, watch that. It'll be on House of the Unusual's YouTube uh, channel. I do a, I do an arm uh, cremation type of thing where my arm catches on fire and it changes. Uh -oh. It's like a skeletal type of thing. And then it goes back. It's like pretty cool. And as Sherry mentioned, there's a brief video of just under two minutes of us uh, touring the uh, touring the Monster Bash. Mm -hmm. So that'll be pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Hey, guys, I want to real, you know, while we're, we're <clears throat> talking about Monster Bash, there's some movies that I've seen there I, I want to discuss. And I want to get yeah. your guys tank on them as well to see if any of you guys have seen them, because some of them were first first time views for me. Uh, some of the Bowery, most of the Bowery Boy movies I, I've seen before in the past, and that you know, I'm a huge fan of the Bowery Boys and uh, kids, all that. But there were some movies this weekend I haven't seen that were absolutely fantastic, and there was one in particular which I, I, I wish I could get that hour and a half of my life back. And we're we're gonna go into that one uh, pretty soon here. But so, so the first one that they played, um. Friday or yeah, Friday morning was a movie called uh, "My Favorite Brunette" from 1947. Is anybody familiar with that one? Yes, we just watched it. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, because you were telling us about it, and also um, we got turned on again with Bob Hope when we saw the Cat in the Canary. Okay. So, and I said, I think Joe mentioned this movie, so we watched it, and yeah. we, we're a big fan now. Yeah, very good. Uh huh. It's very good. Yeah, I thought that was a, a great movie. It's not, um, I don't think you would really call it a, a horror or monster yeah. movie, more of like a thriller, but it did have um, Lon Chaney in it. Yes. And it did have um, uh, Peter Lorre in it, which they played some really yeah. scary characters. You know, Peter Lorre's always spooky, and, oh, and Lon Chaney, you know, playing that, uh, the character that he did was, he was pretty, you know, spooky himself, but I, I thought it was a great movie. You know, it was a, a kind of like a, a dark comedy parody yes. take on the old film noirs. So yeah, I, I loved it. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, it was he, cool. did. It was he, seemed, he seemed like a big man, Lon Chaney. Huh? He seemed like a big man. That guy, that, yeah. guy's, that guy's hands were like catcher's mitts. Oh, <laughs> if, he did, if he did card palming like I do, he could palm a jumbo deck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I think he was in his uh in the sixes maybe six four or something like yeah, that. A big man, I could tell, and his hands really. Were yeah, he was he was a he was a big guy, and yeah, you yeah. could tell in all these movies, especially while standing next to Peter Laurie, because he was you know oh, yeah. very small, so it yeah. made him even look bigger. But Peter Laurie's just like that's someone you do not want to walk into a room and see him staring at you. No. Not, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with those bulging eyes, man. Daddy, have you know. ever seen that movie? The favorite no, I, I actually, now that you mentioned that, it's beginning to make, but the one that I've seen that I was really shocked how nice it was, was a show called My Living Doll. And that mm. was done by Numar from uh, Catwoman from Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah Julie and, Numar. Yeah, and Julie Newmar, when she did My Living Doll, is kind of like, um, what do you call it? It's like, I dream of Jeannie, but the difference is it's supposed to be an android robot. Oh, cool. I find her, and the problem is, unfortunately, some of the episodes are lost in time. But if you watch it, it's, it's a very catchy uh, show. I yeah. actually bought some episodes. But one thing I want to tell you guys right now, when you're saying about that, and, and you know, like my favorite, and the, and the old, like Peter Laurie and stuff, when you watch Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, it does not give the size of Lon Chaney as that huge. You know, it doesn't give you that impression. So I'm kind of shocked by what you're saying, other than maybe Abbott was tall. Well, Eddie, hold, hold that hold that thought there because they did play in I that's your favorite movie, correct? It's well, yeah, hold or that ghost. 
Hold That Ghost and that one of my favorite movies, yes. Okay, so yeah, so they did play um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein from 1948 that evening. And I tell wow. you, what, the movie room was packed for that. It was, that's all, I've, I I think everybody out there seen that movie a hundred times and it's always just fantastic. Yep, that, that's the part where he says, when the moon is full, I turn into a wolf and he goes, you and a hundred other guys and he's magic. <laughs> he's Max Costello. He goes, I yeah. thought you believe me. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was cool. They played on Friday a bunch of uh, Bowery Boys movies, uh, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, one of the movies I, I tried to watch, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken from 1960. You know what? I, I made it about 20 minutes in and I said, I, I, I just can't get into this movie. Oh, I, really? Yeah, wow. I, I couldn't. I didn't find it funny. I just, oh. and, you know, I, I love Don Knotts. I'm a huge yes. fan of his. I just, for some reason, I couldn't get into the movie. So I, I walked out of there and I, I did some other stuff and, and we're out talking with people and all that. Uh-huh. Um, I but feel, had a, I, they, I feel after, you, Joe. What's that? I feel you because I, I feel the same way about the movie. Yeah, yeah you I just, watched it, but. Some people love it, some people don't. I, I didn't, but I was waiting for you know, right after that was Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, so I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, then later that night, they had a a good movie, it's called The Castle of Monsters from 1958. It's a Mexican uh, monster movie, and it's pretty much a ripoff of every universal monster at that yeah. time. There, and but it but it's really it's really cool, you know, there's an old castle. You have all the monsters, a mad scientist. There's a real nice twist in the uh, the plot. Um, so if anybody ever gets a chance, you know, even if you, you know, we watched it without subtitles and you could still kind of follow the movie. Right. I have it on DVD. I've watched it with the subtitles and both ways. You don't really need to understand what's going on with it. It's a, it's a very simple movie, but it's, it's fun, you know. So we had that with some tacos and then... Um, one of my favorite movies, and I, you know, we've talked about it before on here, which played later that night, was the uh, Old Dark House from 1932. Oh yes, yes, that's a good one. I love oh, it. It's it's that movie's just more and more gets better and better the more and more I watch it. So yeah. I absolutely love that. And I'm, you know, we're gonna go back to that movie uh, here in a minute. But you know, on Saturday, Saturday was chock full of you know, movies and cartoons, you know, we we got to watch some old cartoons in the movie oh, in the morning, Scooby-Doo with some cereal. That was, oh, that was cute. Goodness. That was, yeah, that was fantastic. And we, did, and we did check around for Joe for the movie freaks. We asked around, I couldn't find yeah. it anywhere. Oh, we couldn't find it nowhere. Yeah. No, uh, we asked quite a few of the dealers and, uh-huh. and we looked for Eddie's robot plans. Yeah, we, we, looked yeah. and we, asked, we couldn't find it. We checked. <laughs> we, we, we tried man but we we could not no. find it <laughs> but you know they had saturday there was a ton of other good uh, uh horror comedies you know a lot with the bowery boys and all that but um one of the films and man well before we get to this film i just want to say at 11 o'clock at night we watched uh the three stooges which was it was an hour of three stooges presented by us uh ohio tv legend son of ghoul and they were absolutely hilarious. I mean, everybody in there, there was people that were crying from laughing. They were, it was so funny. These episodes mm-hmm. they were showing and they were all kind of, you know, horror related, you know, getting ready for the Halloween season. Nice. So that was absolutely fantastic. But the one movie now this was, they played this at 1230. It was the last movie. It was the old dark house from 1963. And this was a Hammer William Castle production combination. Has has have you guys seen it out there? Anybody? Did you not that version? I saw the earlier. Uh, I, I've never even heard of this 1963 version. And no. my God, if I could get an hour and a half of my life back, I, I wish. Uh. I could. <laughs> it, the, wow! It was tough. There was maybe about. 15 of us watching it from the start and by the end there was maybe six of us left wow wasn't good huh it was absolutely horrible (laughs) oh my gosh it was it wasn't funny there was no kind of plot to it it had a nice you know the ending had a nice little twist to it but it it wasn't enough to save the movie it it just it, it wasn't good whatsoever no no wonder why you know myself and a few other people i talked to never heard of it it's Guys out there, don't watch this movie. I'm right. telling you, 
if you're gonna watch the old dark house re-watch the original one from 1932 because this one it just you know it, it's it's not that good um Joe. So, but saturday was full of a lot of good good movies though mm-hmm. besides that one <laughs> yeah. joe you yeah. gotta know this one tell me the name because i'm, I'm thinking you're the expert. Uh, Joe, there's a movie you reminded me of when you said that the one that was uh, Peter Lorre in it and um, was it Lon Chaney. There's a movie that I think Peter Lorre is in it with uh, Vincent Price. And Vincent Price is funny because he must be like six foot five because he always, he's always hunched over. You're talking but, about the Raven. No, not the Raven. It's Is that the one that, uh, if I'm correct, that he's an undertaker? Uh, Vincent oh, Price. Um... Yes, and, he, and I almost bought that that movie there. Um, oh, is, that the, is, that the, is that the comedy of horrors? No, comedy of horrors. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, okay. yes. That yeah, he tries yeah. to uh, kill people. Yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah, how, yeah. What's it? How do you get? Uh, how do you make sure your Undertaker business is is going good by killing the the people, you know, <laughs> customers or something? Oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. They actually had a poster there, Joe. It was an original poster back in the poster room of the comedy of horrors. Oh really? Yeah, it was an original one. It was uh, not very big, but you know, it was fairly large. It was, I think, it's four hundred bucks. Oh wow! See that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny film. Yeah, that I almost bought that on DVD there, but I couldn't remember if I had it somewhere. So I, I, I said, ah, if I, if I don't have it, I'll buy it next time at next Monster Bash. Yeah, Yeah, that's a. I, it's been probably twenty years since I've seen that one. That's a funny. That's a funny movie. Uh, The one video that I almost bought there, and again, you know what? Just like you, I wasn't sure if I had it. Is uh, Westworld? I think there was a DVD there, and I said, I don't know if I. That's the old one. one. That's with the old Brenner. Yeah, that's, that's you know that's one. that's actually one of my favorite movies. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but but I think I have it. I think you probably do. I got so much stuff here. I don't oh. think I, I don't think I've seen the original one. Oh, Joe, oh, you, you, you have to watch this. Oh. I'll have to to put that on my my ever expanding list. <laughs> Westworld, Freaks, and Doctor Fives, the first one. I'm obsessed with those three movies. Did, did you guys see the flight that disappeared there somewhere? Just out of curiosity. Yes. Yeah, you we did. watched it. We watched that it, was... but, uh, but we didn't see the DVD for sale there. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. We watched the movie. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the DVD for sale. Oh. I'm about to make a copy for myself of the uh, oh. YouTube. No, we didn't see it. Did you, Joe, see that? Which movie was it? The Flight That Disappeared. Oh, if no. I, I didn't see that one there. No. no I've I never the seen it on DVD. If I say the airplane, you'll make fun of me. What happened? I, I've never seen that on DVD. That's oh, what I'm saying. No, me neither. Oh, and Sherry wore her shirt, the goon from the Black Lagoon. Did you, yeah. you see the pictures yeah. posted on the, uh, on the forum? My man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's photos of it, too, up on uh, the forum site, too, if anybody wants yeah. to see it. And, and, um, so for- his, uh, and she wore his House of the Unusual uh, uh, hoodie, too, yeah. so that was cool. It's me and Chuck's picture on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You didn't get yeah. that part though. What's that? You guys didn't film the back of it with uh No, I don't know didn't. if we have it at the back you of it at all. It, I think no, I you do. don't. You do. I'll have to check it out. I think I do somewhere. You have to look. You did. You took. You had took me it. turn around. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to look, Eddie. Over yeah. by the pumpkins. Yep. So, Eddie, I want to get back to another movie that you mentioned here in a second that they played on Sunday, and um, we we got to talk about this movie a little bit. Um, but for Sunday, they, they had some, they had a few movies there. Cause you know, it was a half a day. Um, one of the, they played arsenic and old lace in the morning. I, I didn't get a chance to, uh, to watch that. Cause I was cruising around the dealer room for some, uh, some last minute items, but at 1230, they had, this guy is absolutely amazing. His name is Zach Zito and he is a one man theater show. And he, he does mostly Edgar Allan Poe. And he remember he memorizes the short stories word by word from wow. beginning to end, wow. and he had everybody cat when he did his um, rendition of the Telltale Heart. It was so fantastic and so much energy that at the end of it, every you heard everyone in there just let out this. <gasps> you know, wow. it, 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 we were holding our breath because he was just we were so enthralled with him. He, He's fantastic. I, I posted pictures of him as well on the uh, the forum site, I believe. If not, I'll, I'll post some uh, on there later. But he's fantastic. He is always like, he is the highlight of Monster Bash for me, watching him. And he's there every Monster Bash, does an hour production. 
by himself. If there's, um, you know, maybe some of the hammer girls there, he might have them come in and read a part or do a segment, but it just, he's unbelievable. And I've been trying to find him online to see if he, you know, performs anywhere. I can't find any information on him. So I may have to, um, to email Ron Adams, to try to get from information. When I do, I'll, I'll definitely post it and we'll talk about that. But the movie I want to, Oh man, I, I just don't know about this movie, Eddie, because I know you've mentioned it before. And I tried to watch it, and I couldn't, but it is The Ghost Breakers from 1940. We just watched that last night <laughs> with Bob Hope. Unbelievable. And I, I could not get it. into it. Really? I, I, I just, I, I couldn't. I made it, uh, and I, I tried. I made it about 40 minutes in, and I said, I just can't sit here no more and watch. Yeah, we were wondering about Eddie because... She inherits that mansion in Cuba. Yeah, from Cuba. Yeah, on a black island near Havana. Yeah. Did you see it, Eddie? Uh, I saw that movie such a long time ago that I'm trying to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you've talked about it before, and I just, I don't, this is the first time I've ever seen it that I, I, rem- I don't ever remember seeing it before, and I just, I couldn't make it through it. I just, I love, you know what? I love the Cuban theme to that. You should really watch it if you don't remember. It's a really, really cool. It showed some of the restaurants and you know the hotels. Uh, really, it was cool. Let me ask you a question though, because I don't remember actually talking about the film. Um, you sure it was me, Joe? Yeah, I, I want to say that you've mentioned it before. You or we've or you've talked about it before in the past. Isn't that strange? He mentions two two, two uh, movies, movies we watched. We just watched. Yeah, last <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why it us. He <laughs> met the guy from the ghost book. What was his name again? Uh, Charles. <laughs> Charles Rosny. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe he did. So, somebody had mentioned it before. And I, I like I said, I just I, I couldn't get into it. And I know there's a lot of people out there that that love that movie. And you say yeah. one of the best ones next to Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. But I just I, I couldn't. Man, I, I, I agree. You see, the thing with Bob Hope is he's an. You throw him or not, you know what I mean? Like either yeah. he's okay or he's not my favorite actor. You know, it's not like an actor that I would say whatever, you know. Uh, Glenn- but I tell you what, uh, real quick before we move on, what we did watch, uh, I've kind of passed over here, Saturday or Sunday morning was um, the film shorts of Our Gang. And those were, I, I love the Our Gang one, but there was oh. one called, um, I think it was called The Choo Choo. Huh. And it's a... Um, a silent version and my gosh it was from beginning to end it was just pandemonium and everybody in there was just cracking up laughing it, it was so funny so if you guys get to see it it's the um i believe they remade it in uh for the talkies but okay. the original one was a silent and uh, i'm gonna look it up here um I love, just, I love our, gang. our gang is cool uh they're 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 too cool wow yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, so yeah, so it is uh it is Choo Choo from um 1923 was the original wow. and they made it in 32. But we watched the 23 version. Oh my gosh, was it hilarious, man. Oh, we'll have to, you know what? We'll have to check that out. You know what? For years I actually studied, you know, what the different kids under the characters are. A lot of them had tragic endings and they died yeah. very young. I, I think we talked about, about that before, you know. Uh uh, I think I think Alfalfa got shot over like an argument when he was 19 years old or nope. something. He got shot over five dollars. He owed somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, five dollars. Yeah. Froggy got killed on the back of a motorcycle. Oh, uh, one of my favorite characters was Chubby, and he <laughs> uh, he had a glandular disorder, and he died when he was like 19, I think, or something like oh, that. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's unreal. I think very few lived on to be honest. And then look at this Beretta, the guy who played Beretta. He yeah, was- that guy's around forever. Yeah, but the thing with him is he wound up in jail because I think what he killed his wife or something. Yeah, oh. I think he got off the hook though, Eddie. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, technicality. And then the oh. other guy was oh, the guy. Nice. And then the other guy was the one in the Superman movie, Perry White. Yeah, uh, he was right. the other guy. He's the guy who says, "Miss, yes, Miss Crabtree." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crying in the car. <laughs> right. Even the girl that played Darla. She died. She was like forty nine, oh, I think. Yeah. She, she had a blood transfusion that didn't go right or something. Oh, that's a shame. She caught some kind oh, of wow. illness from that. She was in in the in the claw, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. The claw. Uh, the yeah, the movie. Remember the claw? I think with Agnes Moorhead. I think she, she was the girl that got shot on the oh. on the staircase, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would think that guys. Uh, I mean, 
you would think that most of those people back in the day would grow like like for example the kid which was um uh, the guy who played uncle fester and he was yeah. in, the first kid ever on television now uh, yeah yeah coogan jack, jack jackie coogan that's right he played with uh, charles chaplin yeah and uh you know they they went on and they died pretty broke i think his family took uh in fact because of jackie coogan they came up with that um yeah that prevent, the law to prevent the parents from taking yeah, the his, kids. His, his parents robbed the hell out of him that's a shame yeah, yeah they did and and then when you're talking about movies like that also one thing that's really kind of funny uh with our gang my one of my favorites when they built that, that car you know that they they want to have a race car Oh, that was, yeah, I remember that. That was cool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, our gang shorts are some of the the best out there. Even the oh, the silent funny. ones, they're they're fantastic. And I've been meaning to get some of the 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 collected editions over the years, and I just I, I need to get on and, and buy them. I know a few years ago, I I got screwed on eBay. Some lady sent me the the wrong disc, and I had a fight to um get my money back and all that, but. Man, they're 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 great. Those along with the Stooges, I mean, I could sit all day and, and watch those. Oh, it's a big bowl of cereal. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so it was it was quite a weekend at Monster Bash. I mean, it was it was it was packed. There was a lot of good deals there. I picked up a lot of cool items, mostly uh books and magazines, of course, because I have uh, this this crazy obsession with reference books for horror and sci-fi. So um <laughs> picked up a lot of those but there was um there was a lot of cool stuff there so i i enjoyed it the the guests were great um the staff was absolutely fantastic like you said chuck the hotel was great it was nice and clean and uh it was just overall a good time and now you know it's the countdown till june's bash so you know i, I want to tell you guys and you joe in particular i had promised to send you something before the show got there but i realized when i got here that the size i picked up was 2xl in your xl so I, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to go find the box again. Um, <laughs> ju- just to let you know, I, I'm, once I get the boxes to you guys out, which I'm, I'm really putting some time into making them, I need you guys to do an individual unboxing, Joe. I know you don't go and film much, but I want you to do it that time if you could. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, at least Did you ready anything. All right. <laughs> thank you. It, it, it's going to be cool. Those are going to be great to add to the to the YouTube channel, but. I wish I would have been there, man. Oh yeah, it's. I, but I tell you what, if you're gonna make the trip, you're you're better off, you know, making for that June one because it's a lot larger. And, yeah, and I'm gonna probably get a hotel room when I go there for the June. I'm definitely. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I tell you what, the timing on this though, oh my goodness, I was doing a show almost almost every day, uh, and then busy. and then I finished up the magic lecture I did, and, and then uh, we had a walk around that evening. Yeah, and I had a walk around that evening, and then I I, I finally caught a few hours sleep, and I was just like, oh man, because I was hoping actually to stay a little later, but I was We're just so I was just we were just <laughs> so tired. Yeah. Oh my goodness. you get so exhausted when I go to Chiller, and my my chill is this coming weekend, I think the twenty eighth. But I got to tell you something. When you go there, by the time, well, you should get there like around 1 p.m. We don't go like, because it opens up at 5 p.m. Unlike, you know, you guys open up early. You know, they, they do open at 10 a.m., I think, or 9 a.m. on Saturday. But we only go Fridays. But by the time 11 o'clock rolls around, you're dragging your feet, man. <laughs> it, it's It's tiring, man. Yeah, what I liked is the people were very nice and they did not have have like an attitude. You know right. what I mean? We got a magic convention coming up in, uh, in January, and I don't know what that's going to be like. I'm but hoping, I, yeah. I, I, but I know firsthand most of the most of entertainers, such as magicians and ventrilos, they they have an ego about them. You know what I mean? And that's just part of life. Yeah, <laughs> I have to confess, I've never watched Abbott Conste- Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I gotta watch that one. <laughs> you, have it? you got something to do then, because that is a great. Oh, oh, that's a good. That's a classic. Yeah. No, no, no. But we can forgive you for calling him the creature, the goon from the black. <laughs> <laughs> he forgave me. <laughs> so I had a shirt with the fright factory on it. Yeah. The, the thing maker shirt he picked up for me, and it was, it was awesome. It's a nice shirt. Yeah. It's really nice. And I bumped into a friend of mine there. He recognized me. He's a local magician. Yeah. And Greensburg. Yeah, from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Oh. So that was kind of neat. Did you both make each other disappear once? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm looking online right now, and they they announced uh, Monster Bash for June. So it's going to be June 16th through 18th. Same hotel, the Marriott Pittsburgh North. 
And so some of the guests that they've announced um, already is Audrey Dalton from Monster That Challenged the World, uh, Charlotte Austin from Frankenstein 1970, Lynn Lugosi Sparks, Bella Lugosi's uh, granddaughter, which that should be fascinating. I'm sure she'll give a nice little talk there and uh, talk about her, her grandfather. Uh, we also have Beverly Washburn from Spider Baby. She's been there in the past. She is absolutely fantastic. Um, real down-to-earth person. Go up, talk to her, you know, take a selfie and all that. She's really cool. Uh, Tom Savini. Uh, everybody should know Tom Savini. Oh, yeah. That would be he's a legend. Cool. Yeah, he's, he's a local guy, Joe. He's up in Manesson, I believe. He's, that's yeah. that's yeah. someone aren't away from an hour away from us. Yeah, he, he's absolutely, he's always at the, the bashes. I think this one he missed, he had something going on out in uh, California for a movie. So we could forgive him for that, but he'll be back for June. Uh, we also have uh, Pamela Pierce from Legend of Boggy Creek, John Russo, Night of the Living Dead, uh, author and historian Tom Weaver, author and historian Frank Delastrito, uh, author and historian Greg Mank, and TV horror host Son of Ghoul and Drac and Carita. So that's so far the uh, the people nice. coming to that monster bash, and they're always adding more. So you know, check out on their Facebook page or go to creepyclassics.com and you catch up with uh, all their posts and all that, and they're up to dates. And I tell you what's really cool that he does. If you go to monsterbashnews.com, there's a place on there that says today's news, or you could also sign up for an email. And every Friday he puts out this really cool email. Uh, it starts off with like a kind of uh, Rondo remembers, you know, some of his old memories of, uh, you know, being a kid, a monster kid and all that. And then it has all the updated news on um, Monster Bash, some new uh, classic stuff that's coming out. And it's it's a really cool uh, email. It's like your own little uh, Monster Bash uh, flyer right in your email every Friday. So he's, he's really good about that. It comes out every week and um I, I I look forward to every Friday to to seeing that in my my inbox and reading it. So that's definitely cool. check that that's out. Cool, we might have cool. to get the hotel stay overnight Friday, <laughs> hey. Saturday. We could stay up late. Yeah, you know what? It, <laughs> yeah, you know what? And I've been you you have to look on the Facebook page because I I know sometimes they offer deals uh, uh-huh. for Monster Bash convention and they'll post it on there when the hotel does. But um, what I usually do is I I kind of book real quick you know, at whatever price, you know, I try to find a good price and then I just keep searching, you know, all year and every once in a while, keep looking to see if there's that deal going on or if there's um, a cheaper price because the hotel has a really good cancellation policy. So if you find a better deal, you book that and, you know, just cancel the, uh, the more expensive one. But yeah, it's cool to stay in the hotel because you're right there and you could just kind of, you know, have a good old monster time and not worry about where you're going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, I have I have gone to a few and slept in the car before, and oh. uh, <laughs> not fun. But you know, you gotta do what you got to do as a monster kid. <laughs> That's, right. That's a good one, Joe. You're very dedicated. Yeah, absolutely. Joe. So, hey guys, we got about two minutes left here. So, what's what's some final thoughts for this podcast? Is we we've talked about a lot and had a lot of fun. So, what, what do we got, Eddie? What do you got? Well, I want to say, first of all, I just want to say for people out there to the new issue of Stupid Comic is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if you guys go, go to stupidcomic.com. That's S-T-O-O-P-I-D. Um, is that correct? Is it stupidcomics.com or is it stupidcomicnews.com? Yeah, I was just on there and um, to see if he has the – now, he's announced – issue number eight but he hasn't put a, a photo up of it yet so i don't know uh um yeah i'm reading on its message it says sorry for the delays but due to cost issue number eight will be coming out in an all new format and that was posted on the 13th of this month so I don't know what that means, man. Hopefully we could get some information on it. So uh, Ski, if you're listening to this, this podcast, you know, let us know on the forum what's going on with the, uh, the stupid comics magazine. So we could let all of our listeners know because everyone out there's, we're waiting for number eight, man. We're waiting. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. So guys, yeah. that's, that's all we, we got for tonight. I want to thank you guys for joining us, all of our listeners out there from all over the world, because, man, we've got listeners on just about every continent, and we're going to get a few on Antarctica, too, man. That's our <laughs> yeah. so We want to thank everyone for listening out there. 
uh, give us a good review. Uh, subscribe to our channel. Check us out on YouTube, House of the Unusual. Subscribe to it, like our videos and all that, and you know, help support us because it, it does help the good reviews and the subscriptions. It definitely helps us with all these algorithms and everything to get out to more people. And that's what we're we're about building this community and this family of uh, uh, of everything cool that we like. And check us out, houseoftheunusual.com. We have a free forum there sign up there's tons of cool stuff always going on there so you definitely want to check it out and guys that's all i got so eddie chuck sherry thank you for joining us everyone out there in podcast land thank you for joining us and good night everyone all right good night. God bless. Thank you. god bless